Hello and welcome to MiceCast with your hosts, Greg and Mike. Yeah, and tonight our show is, um, we've got Brad from Bringing Disneyland Home in Studio, sort of. And hello, the show's going to be about Brad and his show. So you talked over Brad saying hello. I, say hello again, sorry. Brad. Greg's not good at listening. <laughs> What's that? I said, say hello again because <laughs> Greg's not good at listening. Okay. How's everybody doing? See, there's Brad. <laughs> there hello you go. Hello and welcome. Thank you for uh, thank you for joining us on the short oh, notice. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. You know, um, it's all self-interest. It's the it's one less thing we have to think about talking about. Well, well we, plus we get to talk more about Disneyland, and that's what Brad oh, knows best. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I okay. Yeah, I do know that best. Doesn't mean I know a lot, but <laughs> wow. All right. I do know it best. You, how many trips do you take to Disneyland? Three? You oh, uh, Three, four? very few. Let's see. Let's see. And since uh, the year 2000, I've probably been down there uh, five or six times. Oh, once a year. Yeah, that's on not, average. That's not bad. It's better than some people get. And and so it's, about, it's about an eight or a nine hour drive for me. So you have and to drive. Actually, we, yeah, we've flown a couple times, but uh, we like to get down there and be able to have our own car and drive around. Uh, you're the man. I, I used to live in Yuba City. I'm sure you know where that is. Oh, yeah, sure. I was in the Air Force at the Beale Air Force Base. I think I flew down in the total four years up there once. Uh, or I always drove. I, I like the Freedom, the Highway 99 and 5s. Kind of a fun drive, but you know, it's it's a bit of a drive, but it's a fun drive. Yeah, yeah. So I have a uh, a daughter who uh, does uh, skating. She competitive, competitively skates. So sometimes we go to uh, Fresno mm-hmm. for uh, regional competitions or something, and then we just make an extra trip down from there. It's only about three and a half to yeah. four hours from there. So the ice ice skating. I'm assuming. Actually, no. It's roller skating. She's uh, yeah. She does the roller skating. She uh, competes in figures in freestyle. Wow. Very cool. In line, I yeah. take it. Actually, no. What? Uh, really? Quads. Four yeah, wheels. Quads. Wow. wow. <laughs> I used to. I I got kind of my start in, if you want to call it performance, DJing at roller rinks when I when there used to be a lot of roller rinks in our area. Most of them have closed down, and uh, I'd taken some classes, and that was. In my day, it was quite the fun thing to do. I'd bought some skates without the toe, uh, the toe stop on it. You know, some they were called dance trucks, I think, and had a lot of fun. I know that sounds funny for me, but I had a lot of fun. Well, she's got she's got all the pairs of skates. You know, the same wow. thing you're talking about. Yeah, yeah so, it was big when I was in junior high, but that was uh, <laughs> many yeah. years ago. So, yeah. so where are you at? Where you know, Northern California? So, you, yeah, Redwood Valley. Uh, it's. Uh, Redwood Valley. It's about it's about an hour and a half north of Santa Rosa. Okay. Are you on the coast? If you know where Santa Rosa? No, we're on 101, right on 101. 101. What's the town name? Redwood Valley. The town name is Redwood <laughs> Valley. Okay. He, he just told you that. Well, no, I thought he was talking about a region. Uh, I thought, no, that's north north that, of San Francisco, it, it, right? It's in Mendo- it's in yeah, Mendocino, Mendocino County. Okay. Yeah. Say so Right outside of Ukiah. Ukiah. Okay, Ukiah. Yeah. See, now when you Not say, Eureka. Ukiah. No, no, I know where Eureka is. Eureka's on the water. Okay. Ukiah is, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I think of Ukiah, I think of uh, Dragnet, you know, about how, uh, oh. <laughs> you know, the yeah. guy gave, bought himself a goat farm, moved to Ukiah, you know, that. Uh, yeah. So, uh, now, you're not quite to Paradise, right? You're a little south of Paradise. Oh, no, that's, that's way up north, yeah. yeah. That's up um, Redding. Yeah, that's Paradise. Over, that's inland, some. Yes, and that's no Paradise. No, no. <laughs> oh my God! Drove through there once, trying to get up to. We went up to Chico, of course. You know, Chico was known at one time for being the the party school. 
yeah. in the country by I think uh, Playboy. Uh, I, there's a bar in every corner. No wonder there's a party school. Jeez, yeah. that that town is something else. Yeah, I went to Sac State. I stayed away from the party school. Oh yeah, <laughs> familiar with that area. Yep, yep. Shoot, there used to be three or four spaces and practically stone's throw from each another. I think it's down to just yeah, Cuba City now. Bill, Bill Mather, um, McClellan, McClellan. Yeah. Yep. So, so Brad, what got you started in uh, picking? Disney as a subject for video documentation for you. I mean, oh gosh, I've uh, two two hobbies. I've been. Yeah. Looks like, sounds like. Yeah, I've uh, well, I've had several hobbies, but <laughs> um, baseball. I'm still involved with that quite a bit. Um, I follow the Oakland A's quite a bit, and uh, I used to own a sports card shop as a, as a side business, uh, doing that and the engineering thing. And then uh, when we had kids, decided to give that up, and then uh, we started taking them to Disneyland and really uh, got back into it. I went a couple times as a kid, but um, having, the, having my children really, you know, really brought me back and, and got me really interested in it. And then we've taken some, you know, quite a few trips over the last uh, six, eight years or so. And... Uh, once I started hearing these podcasts by folks like uh, Paul Barry and Alan Huffman, I said, "Boy, I, you know, I'm going to try something with video." And uh, you, you know, as amateurish as it is, I figured I'd just jump right in with both feet and give it a shot. No, I think so, I think uh, I think in your format works. You know, you you take a you take on a ride or attraction or show or something, and you intro show us the goods and get out. I bet you a lot of a lot of your viewers enjoy the uh, streamlined nature of that. Yeah, uh, plus yeah, you, yeah. I want oh, to sorry. keep it that way. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> well, plus we've you've hit the niche that we were talking earlier. The DPN is very heavily weighted towards Walt Disney World. There's not quite as many guys with Disneyland exclusive uh, material, so it's kind of nice to see that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, you know, I've actually got quite a few requests. Uh, people want me to do Walt Disney World. They're saying, oh, can you do your next one on Walt Disney World? <laughs> That'd be great, but I've, I've never been there, and I don't have any plans to go there, so that makes it pretty tough to get video. But uh, Yeah, it's, it's been interesting in some of the comments we get from the listeners. I was talking to Lou about this offline once, and uh, nothing against our listeners, but sometimes I think they think we have more resources or travel a little more than we do they're like yeah hey, can you do one of these i'm like oh uh, yeah maybe next year yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's simple you know just send them a quick email back and they they totally understand it's uh um, i'm surprised i've been able to get as much accomplished as i have with the resources i have uh i have i have run out of video pretty much though so really <laughs> yeah well i have some but See the thing is, is I never dreamed of doing a podcast. Right, all the years of taking the kids, I would just take video of the family, and that's not really materially that nope, nope, going to be so, suited for. Yep, I hear it. I hear where you're going. So most of your video is for private consumption only. Yeah, yeah you know, I got my kids in the stroller, and you know, they're talking about you know, <laughs> seeing Dumbo and. I mean, it'd be cute for us, but I don't think anybody yeah. else would be really interested. Exactly. So. Hey, tell me, how, how many minutes of video footage do you have where the camera is shooting the ground and getting the conversation and everybody <laughs> walking with you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually 
probably pretty anal about that. I don't have. I maybe have maybe a couple minutes. I don't know. Oh. It, 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 it does happen, but not very often. <laughs> I remember. I know exactly what you're talking about, Greg. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah, we've got a few of those. Yeah, I did it recently. I, I went to Disneyland and I figured I'd take some. I Lou said he was interested in some Disneyland footage, and man, I thought I was doing this great job, and I. I hadn't really paid attention. I'm panning, I'm zooming, getting Indiana Jones all down. Went back and looked at the video. Yeah, pointing my feet, you know, and some other things. And I felt really <laughs> stupid after, you know, a few years of experience of doing some of that stuff. But uh, so, yeah, it happens. So, Brad, do you have a regular time of year that you come visit Southern California? Or is it... Well, yeah. I, I, <laughs> well, I used to love to come in the off-season. What off-season, right? That's exactly right. What <laughs> off-season. right. This, the last couple of trips has been just a, when we were a zoo down there. Well, my last trip was in February, and uh, it just so happened you might have heard me talking about it on the DPN. It was exactly the same time that uh, that Jeff from Houston was there. Yes. And uh, we, we were actually both, I think he said he was staying at the Hojo also, and we were both staying there the exact same time. And just we, we didn't even know each other existed at that point, you know, because I wasn't on the DPN yet. But, uh, yeah, that was pretty weird. I mean, I hear him doing a show as walk through down harbor. And uh, then to the to the uh, rope drop or something, you know, I'm thinking, man, I could have been standing right next to him the whole time because I, <laughs> well, I was I was right there you too. You might have remembered some crazy dude muttering to himself though. Yeah, <laughs> I think I might have remembered that. But uh, yeah, so I go moo yeah. moo going through the line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I did get I did get some video on that trip, but uh, with, with the family being there, it actually makes it pretty tough, you know. Uh, I want to spend time with them. I don't want yep. to, you know, ignore them and and walk off and do my own thing. Video and so, um, I, I got I don't know a couple hours total for the for the week we were there, um, just enough to get me by. And uh, I actually have a trip planned though. I'm um, doing my first solo trip. Just for it's content, gonna, just to grab just, content. That's exactly that's it. 100. <laughs> percent I'm going down there by myself next week. Uh, uh, I made some reservations at Hojo, and. Uh, Next week when? We'll see. I'm driving down Saturday. Saturday the 3rd? Yeah, that's correct. And how long are you staying? I'll be there for, uh, well, at least till Tuesday, but I took three days off from work, so we'll see if I uh, try to extend it an extra day. Well, I know I will definitely be there Sunday morning. Um, annual pass holders, this is the last month to pick up. Oh, wait, that's not even an annual passport thing. There's the last month of this uh Pin promotion where you buy twenty bucks, you get this this free pin of a certain series, and so we're gonna we're gonna be in the park. At least my wife and I, uh, first part of Sunday. Oh yeah, uh, well, I I should be there uh, bright and early. Well, when we when uh, when we go <laughs> offline, camera hand. You might want to you know trade. Yeah, when we go offline, we might want to trade some information. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. That'd be great. I actually I know put a uh, I put a post on the DPN under my section, uh, letting folks know I was going to be down there. Um, I was thinking about trying to get a little, uh, just a little casual meeting together with anybody that wanted to. I was thinking about maybe a dinner or something, so there's no commitment for <laughs> for a long term thing because sure. I'm going to be pretty busy. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, when I went with my son to spring break last year, and he got a little bored waiting for me to take some pictures now, and then I think I took about fifteen hundred pictures in my spring break picture, or, um, trip. trip. And then when I went Jeez. with the, the whole fam, fam, yeah, went with the whole family in August, about the same thing. I probably took twelve fifteen hundred uh, again, and I 
told my wife, I said, you know, no offense, but I think I want to take a solo trip out to Disney World because there's a lot of stuff that I want to do that I just can't do as a family. I mean, some really close documentation of some of the architecture and the, the details and stuff they get bored waiting for me on. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, right. and I want this time I wanted to take the, the we're going in August and I want to take the um, get up with the steam train tour I forgot what it's called where you get up early in the morning and get to go to the roundhouse and see them get the trains ready and they're just not into that kind of stuff oh that sounds cool it does I'd, sound cool I'd love to do something like that so yeah because uh, you know I, I, having been at Disneyland's roundhouse and got to you know do all that kind of stuff when I worked there I've never seen well, I've seen a little behind the scenes. When we went out with Richard in 82, he got us a tour of the utility orders and some of the, the aqueduct systems and stuff around the park. But once they kind of figured out he worked for where he worked, the tour seemed to go short. But <laughs> while it lasted, it was great. Got down into the central or central computer area under the Magic Kingdom. It was very cool. So, Brad, do you have a, do you have a hit list of things you definitely got to get doc, you know, video uh, oh, man. captured, or is it just going to be... Everything. <laughs> Everything. Yeah, exactly. When you go once a year, especially with the 50th anniversary stuff, I, how much longer is that going to stay up? I mean, you got to yeah. get as yeah. much of that as possible. Yeah. I know it's September, I think, right? Yeah, September this, this year, year, I thought. Yeah. As soon as they go down for the Christmas decorations or something like that, when they're going to stop that. Yeah, because Richard told me that some of the, you know, if you want to call them hidden Mickeys, they're not hidden all that well. No. The 50 uh, Mickeys, For the 50th. The 50th yeah, there's Mickeys. a couple that came down for different reasons. Um one uh, couple, I guess one of them came down at Big Thunder Ranch during Christmas, and it never went back up. So if you didn't get a picture of it before Christmas, it's not going to happen. Now, I've been going around trying to get all of them without anybody telling me where they are. Richard says uh-huh. he's got a list. but uh, Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I was going to let you know where the list was. <laughs> there, it, I, you know, I would be interested because at this point I have not found them all, and I, um, I probably need a little help. There's some that are a little more obscure than I thought they would be, but... You know, some of them are right in your face, some of them are. I don't know. So. I, I'm also pretty big into uh, books about Disneyland, so I got I got <laughs> quite a collection going. And I just got my uh, Disney Insider yearbook. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. Yeah, I, I get the Disney Insider e- uh, email, but I haven't. I've never bought one of their books. Yeah, this is the first year. It's the inaugural edition of their yearbook. It's a full color book. Anyway, they have a section in there about the fiftieth, and. Um, it's got a listing of uh, where all the the hidden Mickey's are, so-called hidden Mickey's, you know. Now, are these the the 50th hidden Mickey's, or just hidden Mickey's in general in the, the park? The 50th, the 50, okay. the 50 gold ear Mickey's that they have. They've uh, given little descriptions in there about where to find them all. A few pictures, but not for all of them. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was kind of cool. I thought, hey, maybe I'll Xerox that before I head down and see if I can yeah. find them all. <laughs> Take a shot. I'm I'm definitely one of those people that. Uh, aren't as much into the other hidden Mickeys because I think a lot of them have become, you know, fantasies and folklores and uh, <laughs> stuff like that. But, you know, you can find hidden Mickeys anywhere. I remember the old Disney News magazine that turned into, I forgot what they changed the name to. Family Fun or some crap like that. Well, no, oh, the, the yeah, ba- now it's Family Fun. The but Backstage originally started, Pass? The Backstage yeah, Pass? Yeah. No, no, no. But it was a Disney News series. It changed from a... You know, a publication only for Magic Kingdom Club members to a uh, something traded on the or stuff you can get on the newsstand with ads and everything. But they always had this section of little hidden Mickey's. I mean, it was going a little bit nuts. You know, some cow in Iowa's got two circles on it, three circles on it. Hey, look, that's a Mickey. Oh, uh, that was Mickey. Uh, you know. They called. 
<laughs> well, I know what Mickey Moo is. No, I'm talking about people sending pictures in. Oh, look, we found this hidden Mickey in the back of our picture because, oh, what, I happened to just place my head between these two things I had on the wall. I mean, it became so just wow. canned. It was it got yeah. a bit nauseating. So. A lot of the hidden Mickeys that are, you know, uh, sanctioned are Mickey in profile, you know, not yeah. three circles head on, but Mickey in profile where it's a big circle, his nose, the little circle on the end of his nose, and then the two ears. You know, it's Mickey. And yeah. I think he's even smiling. So his little, you know, triangular yeah. chunk. I think that's an official hidden Mickey because you, you'll see that in a carpet. Well, the uh, I think the Imagineers, haven't they even created some three-circle Mickeys in the attractions, like uh, the cannonballs through the brick wall and then pirates or something? Isn't I think, go ahead, Greg. You know, people call, people call that one there, and I, here's the thing. I can't really remember if that's how long that's been there, but I think now, yes, they're being put in more purposely than they were before. I mean, I can't say honestly for sure that the mansion one with the plates is not some... You know, a cast member messing with everybody, but, you know, I mean, I could have walked in there and rearranged those because I had access when I was um, working there. I could have went and messed with the place, and, you know, how long would it take before someone noticed that? It's not like there was a bunch of security cameras around the attractions uh, or anybody watching them, for that matter, at that time of night when I was there sometimes. So I'm kind of a little... I don't know. Put out by some of them. I mean, oh, look at the clouds. There's a Mickey in there. Oh, okay, well, yeah, the cloud. Yeah. Okay, but the cannonballs. Come on. The cannonballs kind of look like it. Yeah. Have to be, I don't, it has to be holes punched in the wall, right? But is that are those new? Or they've been there a long time? I to I tell you the truth, I don't really remember. There was always kind of some damage to the walls because it's supposed to look like damage. So I don't know. Yeah. Just yeah. I, it's one That's of those correct. things. Like pin trading is to you, Mike. The hidden <laughs> Mickey thing is to me. You know, so. <laughs> Okay. Oh, Mike doesn't like the pin trading. No, no, huh? I did say didn't like no. it. I, I did oh, say that's right. I, I heard your show. You didn't like pin trading, but you don't mind purchasing them for souvenirs. Or yeah, something yeah. Like it's, I just don't getting the whole why it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. you know. I just, no, I don't it, trade either. I actually collect the pins. I have I have a very large collection. I I think it's pretty big, but uh, I I have traded a few back when you get those um, the uh, gift with purchase pins. That was yes. a few years back. Mm-hmm. I would trade those if I could. Um, so I can get the complete set anyway, you know, because I didn't get down there very often. But uh, yeah, see, that's other, what I'm going that, through right now. That, I didn't, I didn't trade. Uh, I don't, I don't like the trading either. But I do like to purchase some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so Brad, since you collect Disney books, I, I take it you've got um, uh, designing. What's it? What's it? Designing Disney, the one about the Imagineers, a lot of the yeah. early concept. Yeah, it's a great I book. I do have that. One. Yep. Um, and do you have a subscription to e-ticket? That's one of my favorite <laughs> yeah, rags. Yep, love uh, it, love it. I went back and I was I I'd written out this uh, order back orders, you know, copy, and then I looked at the price after I added them all up because I was trying to catch up with all the old ones. Yeah, like ouch! I think I will have to do these one or two at a time. How much was but it? That, I, I, it was almost two hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> a magazine. <laughs> well, you well that's, know, that's, that's a seriously good magazine, though. That's yeah, a seriously. Oh yeah. I, I tried. I give up. I gave up trying to collect them all. But uh, I did the exact same thing you did. But I didn't. I didn't have the willpower to stop. I went ahead and placed the order, and got every back order that I could uh, issue that I could, and then uh, continued my subscription ever since. So I got quite a collection of those too. And, I, and as soon as they come in, you know, I read them cover to cover, right off yeah. the bat. I have them sporadically, and I got to go back and fill them in. The, the only thing I have complete is. Uh, Disney news back from when it was just Magic Kingdom Club members all the way up to the last subs- ep- episode or last uh, 
magazine before they changed it to Family Fun or whatever crappy piece. No, they actually okay. <laughs> they, Disney News did not get changed to Family Fun because Family Fun had already been in existence. Okay, they but discontinued. They, they Disney discontinued News. Disney News and just yeah. transferred your subscription to Family to Fun. Right, they give you a couple of choices. I think I don't even want the stupid thing yeah, anymore because Family Fun blows. Um, but the old original Disney News, back before it became commercialized with all the advertisements, was really very good. And a lot of inside information, a lot of great photographs. Dave Smith, uh, been, Dave Smith, the uh, archivist, had a feature, didn't he? Or did not back? No, oh, that's the newer version. Oh, the newer not, version had. Okay, I thought that was. Yeah, yeah. I've been starting to scan all the covers. I was going to put them on my website because there's some great pictures of the parks back, you know, back when it was. It was Really pretty good magazine. There's some forums out there, you know, uh, Mice Chat for one of them, and there's some people out there that have taken to posting pictures from the 70s. Talk about the sets, talk about the Wayback Machine. You know, you, I remember seeing this, <laughs> wow, I was a little kid. I remember that. I remember that. Yep. And it, it looks so completely, and the, and the older color faded, you know, snapshots they're posting, just incredible. They're very popular. Yeah. A lot of people. You know, ask for more. Yeah, back back when I was uh, a kid, and my folks took me a couple of times down there. The, they were never into the photography or anything like that, so we don't have any, hardly any, uh, you know, mementos or photos or anything from from the parks, which is kind of sad. But uh, so that's probably why I'm overcompensating <laughs> these days. I was about yeah. to say that yeah. uh, you're making up for lost time. I am definitely that's making too bad. up for it now. Yeah. So, so yeah, I have a couple memories that are pretty vivid, but. <laughs> yeah, I've, one of these days, because my family was huge into uh, slides. It's probably where I got my early photography uh, bug, and I always prefer slides. Where I can remember nights where you know friends and family come over, and you'd you'd watch eight millimeter films and slides. And I've been I went out and bought a new scanner last week, and I've been scanning all my my slides in. And I came across my 1982 trip to Disney World. I'm just looking at the way people are dressed. You know, you walk around Epcot, and you know, if you can imagine, you know, knee-high socks and shorts on guys, and shorts, you know, it's a very short shorts. Yeah, very, very indicative of the time. But just to see how the park has changed, and I know my mom and dad took a lot of pictures, and there's probably some eight mil, eight millimeter film. I think you have to go back and try to find. But the one thing they did do and kind of got me started on was buying those um, picture guidebooks. Uh, so I've got one from 1955 which has a lot of artwork and not as many pictures. And I've got one from the um, mid-60s, and it had a pullout before Mansion opened, had artwork of what the Mansion was supposed to be like. So I, I used to buy those. Every time they changed, I'd buy a new one um, just to have like a kind of a running history and, and pictures of what yeah, the park did. Those are, very, those are very collectible now. You can get those on eBay. Um, they're kind of hard to find them in great shape, but uh, I've been looking into those every once in a while, but... Figured oh, I got enough things going. I just hang off that collection, you know. I still oh, want to finish my e t- my e ticket collection. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got boxes and boxes of stuff. When I was a cast member, you know, I'd, I'd keep things. I still have ticket books. I never traded those in when they gave you the opportunity. Um, stupid stuff like, you know, your parking pass that you got when you paid to go in. <laughs> I just throw them in, throw them in a box. I got a whole pile of them, probably back from two bucks to. You know, what is it now, $10, $10 or something $10 park, bucks and, uh, to park. Uh, That's a travesty. Or, or bags. When I go on vacation, I still have bags from my 1975 trip to Disney World. I think I'd keep, like, one bag of each size, throw them in a box, and, you know, believe it or not, you see this stuff in the trading magazines and the, the eBay. It's, it's 
pretty sick, I guess. But I, I do have my copies. Cause I, uh, it's just, you know, it's a memory thing for me. <laughs> I don't know if I want to admit that I kind of do the same thing, you know. <laughs> well, now you should feel good, a, Brad, though, that there's somebody else out there that's... There's some other... Yeah, well, I, I kept the little, you know, the little wristbands that give you for extra magic. <laughs> yeah, those little wristbands that give you for extra magic hours. I mean, I kept those. I, I kept... All the stuff the okay. they send you from magic the magical express all the little you know like one piece of each different type of publication or or thing they sent you and it's all in a big box. Greg, yeah, you realize you, you realize it's borderline DF behavior, right? Uh. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is borderline. There's a there's a difference though when you live it, you just collect it. You know, I give the analogy to go into Star Trek conventions. I've been to one. I dressed in my normal clothes. <laughs> went to enjoy it, and I'm standing next to Spock and whoever, and I go to the opening night of a Star Trek movie in my normal clothes, but I have to sit next to a Vulcan and a Klingon, and people who have to stand in the aisles to be notif- you know, noticed. I just want to go see it, okay. you know, like premiere night and have fun. So, okay. so I think there's a fine line, but it is okay, somewhat different. Cool. Brad, I wanted to ask you, when, when you go on your trips, right, are you are you two-fisted? Are you taking stills and video, or are you strictly doing video? Oh, uh, no. No, it's just strictly video. Um, like the last couple of trips, I've uh, <laughs> recruited my daughter to do all the, the digital photo taking. Um, that way I don't have to I don't have to switch off and get a different perspective on different things that, you know, what she'd like to see photographs of, so... Um, we do have quite a few photos from our last trips, and it makes it fun for for them to take the photos with the digital camera, and I stick to the video. Yeah, well, they could they could take pictures all day long. Yeah, like yep. I tell you, well, that's what I love about digital. I'll tell you what, yeah. Brad, about get your video camera ready for Toontown about three to five, right in there. The light in that place just gets fantastic in that late hour where the sun is right now. I got some really nice photographs in there. I gotta imagine the video look just as just as good. So if you well, wanna I show off Toon Town, it's a great time of day. What was that? Yeah, right? I, I was just I just I just finished I said I, I said I appreciate the tip. I just finished uh, editing episode twenty of the, the BDH video podcast today and uh, it's gonna be about Main Street and uh, I was sort of semi doing a comparison over the different years that I've taken video um, in a roundabout way. What the heck was that? that, that was I'm sorry. That I'm opening up the refrigerator in the studio <laughs> here to bring out a Diet Pepsi. Okay. Oh, that's a beer. Come on. <laughs> so, you know, um, you could, you could, a fully, a, a fully artist couldn't have asked for a more nice, sweet sounding refrigerator door sound. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's some. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, then. Uh, so, what, no, it was great what I wanted yes. to say was that uh, the newer footage, though, I was taking it later in the day down Main Street, and it is kind of dark, so you definitely have to pick your time of day just right yeah. um, so that you get the proper light for, you know, good shots. But, oh, yeah, uh, every land, because, you know, we had, we had, I guess, this unfortunate thing when we were in Disney World. We hit some of the places at the same time, so looking... You know, let's say towards Splash Mountain. I always had the sun because we were there late in the day. Uh, didn't get the sun at a, you know, earlier point in the sky. I always got it got got it come down behind it, which makes it really tough. So Disneyland's such an easy local trip for me that I can try different parts of the day and different lands and look for the right shots. So it's and I love the night shots. So I, I 
I could spend all night there sitting with a tripod and do some shoots. So it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, my my camera doesn't handle night very well. What are you what, what are you using? My my video camera. I mean, uh, I have a, uh, a Sony uh, TRV30. It's about I don't know five or six years old. Little mini DV. TRV30. TRV30. What do I have? Is it is it digital eight? No, he said DV. No. Oh, it's, it's mini, mini DV. DV. Okay, five yeah. years. And then what do you edit on? I uh, I use um, the Pinnacle Studio 9 Plus. Yeah, that's what Richard was using before he went to, to Liquid. In fact, I have it here now in my studio because I was going to play with it. and Then I bought it's Final so Cut. It's just so easy. It's just really easy. And I've tried uh, Premiere from a buddy. Uh, you know, let me borrow his laptop, tried to do something on that. And I thought, you don't, like I don't Premier? have time to learn this program. <laughs> oh, I See, I thought Premiere... When I put together family vacation videos, um, the the basic premise of Premiere I thought was you know the A B flip back and forth, drop a segment here, drop a segment here. I don't think it was that. Uh, yeah, make no mistake, it's it's pretty detailed, and I probably know about five percent of the product. But well, it's like any CAD program. You know, you think you're good at it, and you know maybe five ten percent of it, and there's somebody else that knows. Another five ten. They use it differently, and because I, I used the, that one I put up for uh, for Lou, the the small world one, that was just on the Mac program that came loaded, and I just uploaded him another one for the Dapper Dan's, and that one I added a little more some titles and stuff, and tried to make oh, it a little better. You're spreading your wings, are you? Man, <laughs> well, I had video and it's DV, and I figured you know. Why not give it a shot? I love the DV because the the editors just take control of the camera. Yeah, it's pretty you know, cool. You back, yeah, yeah, that is nice. So, yeah, yeah. I, I like to keep it simple. I'm I'm far from uh, an experienced uh, videographer or whatever you want to call it. I just it's just for fun, and I don't want to spend a lot of time trying to learn new programs and things. So, I just use the Pinnacle Studio, and I. Uh, just since I think episode 10 or 11, somewhere in there, I just started using the, f- the free uh, audio editor Audacity. Yep. And yeah. And that's what I've been using for uh, for all my voice work on the on the show. Now I'm not familiar working. with that. Good. I'm good. I, now I'm not that familiar with that particular camera. Uh, do you have a flip out screen? Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever have ever have any problem seeing that in the daylight? Uh, yeah, if the sun's on it, it's hard to see. <laughs> yeah. The reason I say that, because when we were in, at NAB in Vegas, shoot, I guess that was last month now, we came across these guys called uh, Hoodman. And I actually bought a really high-speed uh, digital um, card for my camera for uh, that really increased how quickly I can uh, take pictures. But th- their main thing is to... Um, they make these hoods for video cameras, for teleprompters, for laptops to work out uh, in the daylight. And I bought one for my, I have a, what do I have, like a Sony SR1, something like that, or ZR1, a uh, little mini DV. And then Richard's got his new Panasonic. And, and they're, they're nice. They, they use kind of Velcro, and they're, they just put over your screen. It makes it really... Um, really easy to see during the daylight sometimes when you don't get a good picture and uh, and they, they collapse real easy because it's all Velcro and um, you know I'll make a plug for them you can have probably yeah hoodmanusa.com so, so some, you know if you take a lot of video and you're out in the light it's it's something that's worth having well yeah a couple of things that I've found 
that uh, have really helped me are uh, the filters. I've got uh, the polarizing filter, and uh, I also got a, uh, a wide-angle lens that I can put on there. Those two things have helped out quite a bit. You could swap yeah. the lens on your camera? Well, it just screws onto the end, yeah. Oh, okay. It's not really swapping yeah. out, no. Okay. It's, so it's, it's an add-on, kind of a fisheye, <laughs> like a magnifying glass thing. Well, yeah, yeah. Fisheye, like... I, I know what you're talking about, yeah. But it's not really fisheye. It actually, you know, it's uh, it squares it up pretty good with the wide angle. I was actually pretty happy with it. 28, you, would you think, equivalent? I mean, I'm trying to convert... Yeah. Yeah, you're talking about for the size? Well, I'm trying to convert, um, you know, still focal length, still camera focal yeah, length. You, you can't because oh, it's, it's no, based no. on the size of the chip and all that. So oh, okay. yeah. I thought you were talking about, like, the diameter of the lens or something. No, no. I mean, I know, it. you know, in, in a still camera environment, you know, 28 millimeter starts to get into wide angle. Uh, you know, 24 or 19. Well, actually, that that changes with digital because there's only two or three cameras with full size uh, chips on them to read 35 millimeter size, so that oh, okay. all, a lot of that stuff's out the window, depending on what camera you have. But anyways, um, um, one thing though, I, I I would love to find a, a camera, my next one, to be uh, better at low light. I mean, that's probably what everybody looks for, but yeah, it's it's yeah. really bad. And and uh, I I've been resisting all the video I've taken. I've really resisted trying to use the night shot. In the dark rides like Snow White or Pinocchio or do you, you know, Roger Rabbit or something like that. Do you watch? And so it? they don't come out. And um, does it come out at all, or it comes out well, freaky looking? Not, it's pretty bad. I like you know I'm kind of picky, I guess. And it and, almost uh, looks like night vision if you put that. It's like that green cast on yeah. it, right? When you do that. Yeah, you, yeah. So I kind of refuse to do that in the past, but I've gotten some requests to say, hey, do it, please. You know, because like for the Splash Mountain video, I don't know if you guys saw that one. Mm -hmm. The Splash Mountain episode, uh, I did film the entire ride, but through the mountain, it was just black inside really? some of the darker areas. And, uh, yeah, well, it didn't come out. It didn't come is, out. Is, your, is yours a 3CCD chip one? Uh, or, is it, or is it prior know. to that? I don't know for sure. I'll have to try. You know, I've got, I say, I've got, I don't know, the, I think my daughter took it. To, but I'm, I think it's a 3CCD. It's, it's not a high-end Sony at all. It's kind of like their three or four hundred dollar mini DV model. I'll have to try it in the low light. I I can't remember if we shot some in low light in any of the dark rides yet or not. I know the old eight millimeter uh, one we had or VHS one didn't do all that great in low light either. So. Yeah, but I I put in some of the video from inside the mountain, but then the really dark stuff I just went ahead and cut it out, and then I had some. You know that was probably the only complaints about that is like, hey, why'd you cut out the ride? I wanted to see the whole thing, and yeah, yeah I got didn't want to have I just didn't want to have black screen with just the sound going. I got some videos see, of Spaceship yeah. Earth. It's like that. You know, it's dark, and then an animatronic screen scene goes by, and then it's dark. You yeah. know, and then yeah. another, you know, with the whole time it's stuff that the camera just can't see. Yep. It's it's kind of frustrating. And uh, I did do the whole the uh, uh, one of my episodes is the Winnie the Pooh ride, and I did the whole thing through that and. There are some spots where it gets dark, but uh, it actually you can see it. So I guess I, I just figured ah, it's good enough. I'll leave it on there. But then, you know, yeah. same thing like Monsters Inc. Same same thing. But that's a little bit of a brighter dark ride actually. Yeah. Um, I like yeah, the portions of it are. I mean, it, yeah, it's billed as both white light and a uh, black light ride. Uh, Woody the Pooh, I thought was fairly bright. Not not a lot of dark spots, but now when you 
film, did you find the old um, um, the moose and the uh, Max the, Buff the, the and Melvin from uh, yeah. yeah Country Bear yeah. I've uh, well, no, not for that particular episode. I ha- I don't have any video of it, but I've seen it several times. Um, yeah. just, gotta, you know, just gotta look up in the right spot. That's all. Yeah, yeah, it was just a one take ride through on that, and that, I guess you know that was pretty much all I could stomach of that. <laughs> <for> the, <day. laughs> the, the pile of poo. Yeah. Oh. yeah. How old? Yeah. How, how old your youngest child? She's thirteen. Yeah. See, see, my my. <laughs> Mine are still in the Winnie the Pooh stage, so we gotta do gotta deal with poo. You know, I I loved Winnie the Pooh as a kid. I I still have vivid memories of coming home, you know, from half day kindergarten or whatever. And my mom had always bought us those uh, old Disney LPs that had the little storybooks in them. You know, the thirty threes yep. and the Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day, and we'd sit and eat like fish sticks and listen to these things. And you know, I always have liked the Winnie the Pooh uh, cartoons. Or featurettes, or whatever you want to call it. I don't like the term cartoon, but animation. Uh, my wife has never liked them. They're too slow and boring. Um, oh, that's but, why they're good for kids. But I identify with Eeyore, so, you know, maybe that's part <laughs> of my problem. So. Yeah, well, yeah. I, 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 my problem is not the attraction, it's where the attraction is and what they did to put yeah. the attraction yeah, in. Yeah, that's, that's probably what makes it so bitter for me is that, uh, you know, they could have put that somewhere else and not take away. What I consider, you know, it was a classic. It it didn't get it didn't get uh, a lot of the uh, the crowds weren't real big, but I don't know. You know, yeah. One of their problems I th- think they could have solved. I'll do my little imaginary my way plug here. They could have taken one theater out because there was two theaters there, unlike Disney World's one theater, and built out towards the back. There's not a lot of room in the back there, uh, backstage, but they could have done something different. I think. Had both of them, but uh, I really missed the Christmas show. Yeah, I like the Country Christ- Bear. I like yeah. the Country Bear Christmas show too. That was that was like the first Christmas overlay they did on, a, on an attraction, and that it wasn't Christmas without going and seeing the Country Bear Jamboree. Yeah, yeah I, I have some. I have some high eight I mono. Uh, I took some high eight mono video of the of the Country Bears, and uh, I really wanted to be able to try to use that in the show, but. I'm just having real trouble with uh, getting it to work with the new, you know, the new computer technology. <laughs> it's good for VHS. Yeah, I've never tried to download those. Yeah. You have it yeah. in VHS? Well, no, I, I, I took it off the Hi8 and uh, converted it over onto my um, my mini DV camera. Okay. And then I took those and then I captured it from that onto the computer, but oh, the, the sound the is... is Terrible. Compressed? Is it way over compressed or something? Yeah, it yeah, just yeah. and it's it's only uh, left channel and and uh, it's it's yeah it's not good at all so it's not usable. But the video is good. Now, now can't Audacity can't Audacity capture audio from a video source where you can massage it and uh, uh, I don't know and, and maybe. <laughs> well, I don't know. What did you say your original source was? Was a VHS or Hi8? You said Hi8. It was Hi8. Uh, two bags. This thing, if you had a VHS, you get one of the. Well, we we bought one just to do this for all of our old VHSs. The the VHS combo with the DVR and just burn them to there. I'm not sure what it does with the audio, if it puts it as two mono tracks on on uh, both the left and right. Or I have, haven't really played that paid that close of attention. But once you got it on the the DVD, it'd be easily transferable into. 
the computers. Yeah, I haven't looked into all the different technologies they have, but with what I have at home here, it just uh, yeah, I wasn't it's not able working. To get it. Yeah, well, it just yeah. wasn't working out. So it's a hobby, but right? But yeah, I was kind of bummed when they uh, when they took out the the country bears. Yeah, definitely liked it. I was a little disappointed. Disney World's just looked like it needed some attention, needed a serious rehab when we were there last year. But that it's from a kid that's always been one of my favorites, and I think I read something that reminded me that that was actually probably the, the last supervised or one of the last supervised attractions by Walt Disney because uh, they were going to put it at a, uh, a ski resort that they were going to do, Mineral King a ski resort is going to be an attraction for that wasn't even meant for the parks. So, so, so you're saying it came after Pirates then? Well, it's probably right around the same time as far as early development. Okay. So, because remember, it wasn't planned for the parks. That's it was right. planned for the yeah, Mineral King somewhere uh, else, yeah. resort. He was involved with that. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, hmm. uh, yeah. Oh, hmm. we've got to a spot here. Hmm. What what kind of um, I mean, what's your plans for your next shows? I know you're you're saying you're going to try to capture as much footage as you want, but do you have any definite definite ideas? Like you're going to do an Indiana Jones, you're going to do a Jungle Cruise. Uh, well, it's funny you say Indiana Jones. Uh, well, I've already done a Jungle Cruise. <laughs> yeah, okay. you, you I guess I got to go back and watch a few more. He, you know, <laughs> no, I've seen them all. I've probably so, uh, you know what? I just got it all blended together. So yeah. yeah, sometimes there's yeah. some weeks. There's some weeks where every member of the DPN cranks out a show yep. on the same yep. day, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, I know." I, I went, I went, I went on a business trip, and I took all kinds of podcasts with me to catch up and listen. And I was at a point where Jeff was his first trip to Florida. And so Jeff was on Trap Earl's show, Trap the Vacation, and then Earl was on Jeff's show, Meandering Mouse, and I started losing track of what I was listening to because they were both on the same stuff, you know? Yeah, I, I definitely try to listen to them in, or in order because you can get off track pretty easy. Yeah. And I try to keep up, but there's so many out there, and, and I've just pretty much narrowed it down to, to the main guys that are on the DPN and maybe one or two others uh, just so I can keep up to date with the guys over there. But yeah, uh, see, that's anyway, maybe, that may be where I screwed up on yours because I I swear I've seen them all. But now remind me then, were you pre um, Piranha or post Piranha in the Jungle Cruise? It was uh, from February, so it was post. Post, okay. I th- I think that's a really cool effect. I I like, I like yeah. some of what they've done to the the Jungle Cruise. No, yeah, I think it was it was one of my more recent ones. It was probably like I don't I think it was seventeen or eighteen. I'm actually like looking at yeah. one. Of, you know what's all oh, the? Because that's probably how I missed it. On my downloads, I got fifth. You know, going back not fifteen, sixteen. It skipped seventeen. It's got eighteen, nineteen. So it's got a little get button. I'm gonna have to. Maybe I didn't see that one. Uh, yeah. Oh, there you are. No, you're eighteen. Yeah, you're. 18. I was gonna say that the uh, Indiana Jones has been the number one request for me. Really? Yeah, and I don't. I mean, I have a lot of video of the the outside area. You know, in mm-hmm. the queue. All the way through the queue, all the way up to the attraction itself, to get on the ride there, and and uh, I just I've never actually had my camera running while I was on the ride, but this trip I'm definitely going to try it both ways. Yeah. I'm going to try it. Uh, I'll go through it twice, once uh, regular and once with the night, night shot, shot on, and see what see what comes yeah, there, out. There's there's a definite hold on tight to your camera attraction. <laughs> I'll tell you. Yeah. 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 I'm so disappointed. That, that is such a superior queue to anything else I think in any of the parks. Uh, I mean, it, 
I used to think the the Pirates at Disney World's Q was was pretty good, but uh, Indiana Jones is definitely the the best of all the cues, I think. Though yeah, I'm disappointed yeah. that some of the effects are not all working the intera- properly All the interactivity anymore. has been kind of... Yeah, the one where you push the pole. That's that's probably was the best one, and it it's not working. Well, fast pass it's not working. It was working in February when I was there. Really? I went by and I pushed yeah. it, and you heard the noise, but the yeah. spikes weren't moving. Were they moving? The spikes used to I move, did, Brad. I didn't know the spikes used yeah, to move. Oh yeah, move, it yeah. used to look, you know, similar to the movie where the spikes are moving up and down to make you feel like you're being compressed in the yeah. room. Yeah. I didn't even know the spikes yeah. moved. I knew that the pole made the sound and scared the hell out of everybody around you. But oh yeah, <laughs> no fast pass. Fast pass screwed that up because they oh, the, yeah, the fast yeah, pass mix is at the top of the ramp before you go inside. So there's basically no line and no time to enjoy any of the details. As you meander your yeah. way through the... Well, I took my time. I went through there, and I videoed every square inch of the queue. So I have, <laughs> I have the whole thing. But I don't know what to do with it. You know, I need to finish it off, get the ride, so I can add it all together. Yeah, my, one of my favorite places is all the bat guano. I, I think that's a very attractive thing in that queue. <laughs> bat guano. <laughs> yeah. In the caves <laughs> up front of it. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just covered with... Uh, it would be great to play some of the... Uh, the poopy music in there from the end of the mouse. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's funny. They just tie it all together. <laughs> yeah. Well, but you know, when that, that attraction first opened, they, AT&T used to give you a little cue card, Decoder if you card, will, to, yeah. you have to decipher all the writing on the wall. Um, if you stand there long enough and just kind of go cross-eyed, you can pretty much read it all. But, um, you know, hey, little you things know, like that, they just don't do anymore. At the, exit, at the exit of the Jungle Cruise, they have a little tablet from uh, sitting there with that writing on it. It's near really? the little pile of detail stuff as you come to the yeah. debarkation ramp, sitting there on the on the uh, on the dock side, amongst <laughs> all the other crap that's sitting there. Oh, you know what, Brad? What, what some people may be interested to see on the the, the right coast that they haven't seen because they don't have one is the uh, Matterhorn. Uh, no, well, oh, that going there. A, no, I wasn't going there. It's the gallery. There is no equivalent. Oh yes. To, oh yeah. On the gallery. Yes. No, nope. so, gallery is a dangerous place. List. Dangerous place. If you walk yeah, in there I've with money, spent a little too much money oh. in that place at times. Yeah, yeah. I stay away from the artwork, but my last trip, I did buy a few books in there. Yeah, yeah. I think, <laughs> but yeah, I was real. I was real surprised. There's no equivalent to Disneyana or the the gallery. I don't think there. There's some close, close things for Disneyana, but at not the marketplace, though, not in a park. Well, no, uh, Epcot had one little kind of art store uh, to the right of Spaceship Earth as you're going in mm. uh, that had some art and some pieces, but nothing like Disneyana. That That's a shop that's pretty unique to, to Disneyland. Uh, it's yeah, got you some great hit the stuff. Disneyana in it. every time. Oh, for, that's almost the first place I stop every time yeah, I go. That's a must. It be. used to be the premiere, or the, what they, uh, Mike, you remember because you go back far enough. This one is the uh, showcase. Yes. They, they used to show you all the new attractions that were upcoming. That would be my first stop. It's now where the kind of the 50th anniversary store, right on the cross from the Emporium on the corner. Yeah. Uh, they they used to have models and pictures of what was upcoming. And, the last thing I remember uh, them putting in there was for Eel. Was it Captain Neo the last thing they put in there? Wow, God, I don't remember. For a while, you know, for a long time they had Discovery Bay in there, and yeah, well, that never came oh. to be. That's but too bad. They usually ends up in the gallery too. Get Discovery Bay was up in the gallery for a while. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, right here's a really good place to stop our interview with Brad from Bringing Disneyland Home. 
And before I sign off again, I'd like to encourage you all to send us email or voicemail. We do enjoy hearing from our listeners. Um, our email addresses are mike at micecast.com or greg at micecast.com. And of course, our voicemail line at 206-600-MICE. So that will do it for now. I'm Mike at MiceCast. Thank you for listening, and good night. This show is a member of the Disney Podcast Network family, hosted by Jeff at Meandering Mouse. The DPN is a collective discussion forum, consisting of some of the finest unofficial Disney podcasts available on the Internet. Pay a visit to www.disneypodcastnet.com and join in on all the fun with your favorite Disney podcasters and listeners.